That was your cue to respond. How are you this morning? <laughs> hey, we have so many people watching online. Baptism Sunday is always exciting around in our family, so we love to spread the word. So we know we have some people across the street, across the state, across the nation, maybe even across the world watching us today. So we are super excited. Just want to make sure we welcome everyone today. So as you came in, not only the excitement of God just kind of stirring all of us up with the people that are going to be proclaiming their lives, but you guys probably also got distracted by a bunch of people in the cafe packing bags and, and maybe even bumper crops out there. You see a whole bunch of grocery sacks around the parking lot. We're not littering. We're actually just gathering some food pantry up. So if you guys have been a part of Grace Church, you guys know what's happening. This coming weekend, we're actually sending a team, our missions team, actually led by our missions director, Martha Christian. And she and, and 35 people are heading out to West Virginia uh, to actually go for a few days. They're going to go preach the gospel. They're going to take all of the food that you guys have brought back, which you want to know how much that is? It's over 500 bags of groceries. Come on, give it up for yourself being generous. That's awesome, man. Not only that, but we have, we asked you guys to donate shoe boxes, which are going to specific children and also children that are just going to show up randomly that day to give them a Christmas present in which they may not have another Christmas present besides that. You want to know how many of those that you guys brought back? Again, your turn, your time to queue. Okay, okay. Over 300 shoe boxes. Come on, man. That's awesome. That's exciting. So not only are we going to bring the love practically and give some food and fill up food pantry and do some meals and stuff like that, but they are going to be doing church services throughout the weekend so the team is equipped to love on, serve, pray for, etc., just to share the gospel. So I, we, we want, as a church, we want to let you know what's happening because it's your team coming out of your family. So that's just exciting, isn't it? West Virginia, this coming weekend. So what are you guys going to do this weekend? You guys are going to pray for them. Make sure to pray for them this week, this weekend, and, uh, and get ready for that, all right? You guys ready for this morning? A little baptism? You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. Well, let's get right in. Let me just tell you a little bit about what's going to happen. I'm going to give you just a couple minutes. I'm going to give you a theological or a biblical view of what baptism is. So Old Testament to New Testament, just to describe, hey, what is it that we're doing? The purpose, the intent, the why behind it. And then just to grab your hearts, you guys are going to see some videos of some people that get, have their lives changed and why they want to be baptized today, all right? So I'm going to start by teaching. It's not going to be preaching. It's not going to be explanation. It's going to be teaching. So I'm just going to teach a little bit through there, and then we're going to, we're going to see some videos. Now, seriously, are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, so we're going to start out with, uh, with the idea of this, this baptism, and, and, and the actual word comes from baptizo. Someone say baptizo. And, and you guys just sound smarter saying it because that's actually Greek. So, so turn to your neighbor and say, I know Greek now. That's baptizo. It actually looks like this. It, it has a little pi symbol. You guys know that from math. That pi right in the middle stands for the P. That's the Greek language. And that's where the, the definition and the reason why we actually do this comes from. It's called baptizo. And that word, by the definition, actually means immersion or submerge. Not sprinkle, not spray, not throw a couple of water drops on them, but submerge. And, and, and the reason why we want to know that is because in the New Testament, this submerging happened a lot. Paul did it, Peter did it, the disciples did it. Jesus never baptized, but he was baptized. So we just want to give you a little bit of reason about why we're doing this baptizo thing here as a church family. And also biblically, you got to just ask the question, hey, where did this come from? So you got to ask the question, 
You guys are on it today. All right. Old Testament reasons. Here it is. Old Testament reasons. There's just a few. One of them is a cleansing of sin. Now, again, this is Old Testament. That's not necessarily what we do for the New Testament. Old Testament reasons is it was a cleansing of sin because they thought that there was a reason and a sacrament for a ceremonial purpose to actually physically get water on them so that they can come up to say, man, I want to be cleansed of sin. Now, you guys know what we believe here in the New Testament, that the only reason you're going to get cleansing of sin is through Jesus. And so that's just a proclamation. The Old Testament was a cleansing of sin. You can actually look this up in either Psalm 51.7, where David has a, a psalm or a song of repentance, or you can actually look this up in Ezekiel 36.25. For all you academic scholars, you want to do a little more research, there it is. And the other reason is for devotion to God, because they wanted to publicly say that they're going to life, private and public, their heart matters, their thought life was going to be devoted to God. That was another reason for it. So if you're looking at this, you have to say, that, man, there's a ceremonial purpose. There is a religious background from where this came from. That's not why we do it. We don't do it just for tradition. We don't do it just for religion. We do it because we want to express our faith and what God's doing in us privately so that we can express that publicly. Does that make sense? Now, New Testament reasons for this idea of baptism first comes up in the very first book, which is actually Matthew, and we're going to go to chapter 3. And this is, this is actually what it says. Let me just read it to you, and I'm going to point out just one or two words. It says, a little context, chapter 3 was about John the Baptist. You heard of him? John the Baptist was preparing the way for this Messiah, the promise back in the Old Testament. He said, man, there is a guy coming, there is a Messiah, there is a king, there is a savior, there is God coming from heaven to earth to show you as a substitute and also the way, the truth, and the life. When he comes, you need to prepare your heart for him. So that's what he was doing. He's baptizing, and it says this in verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance. This is John the Baptist. But he who is coming after me is much mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to untie. And he, Jesus, this proclamation, this promise, this satisfaction, this identity, this God from heaven, he is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So there's a new baptism coming. Now, now we don't have pyrotechnics, so we're not going to baptize anybody in fire today. But that was, <laughs> we're not going to get into the theological implications of that. We are going to talk about baptism in the Holy Spirit. Because we are hoping, we are hoping, not just the people that are going to get in the water today, but you today or, or for the rest of your life will continue to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Not to be weird, but to be empowered to do God's work. Who doesn't want to walk with the Lord? Who doesn't want to see the purposes of God actually be lived out? Who doesn't want to wake up every single morning and have joy, peace, patience, love, kindness, and all the expression of the Holy Spirit? Who doesn't want the fullness of God dwelling in them so they can actually live their life on purpose. That was rhetorical. You don't have to answer. I know the answer. So that idea is why Jesus actually came. So Jesus is like, hey, I'm not just going to do a water baptism. I want you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit constantly. And so John the Baptist was preparing the way for repentance. That just means turning of the way. And instead of chasing the world or chasing temporary things, I want to go chase God. And so the idea that Jesus came he said, you don't need baptism to declare repentance. You can do that through me. And so there's another brilliant idea. We don't need pastors. We don't need priests. We don't need our neighbors to go confess sins, although we want to do it before them because it's awesome and it's cleansing. We do it before Jesus because there's nobody in between us and God. 
but Jesus. Amen? All right, you guys are getting this. All right, so the other reason I just kind of want to talk a little bit about today is the cleansing of sin and forgiveness and also salvation. If you guys bring that up, there's a few verses, Acts 10, John 14, and also John 5 that talk about this cleansing of sin because there's a pre-Jesus and there's a post-Jesus. So after Jesus, you guys have to realize that we need to go to him. We need to go to Jesus for all the salvation. We need to go to him for forgiveness of sin. And then when that happens, when our belief system says, you know what, everything within me, I believe Jesus is who he says he is, then we want to go public. Why? Because something happens. Something happens inside of us that when we start to believe who Jesus is, start to read out his word, we actually read in Matthew 3 that Jesus was baptized. Why? out of obedience. So when you and I start to follow Jesus, we ask the question, hey, what am I supposed to do? And when we follow him, we get baptized through obedience, which is another reason. Another reason, yet again, why these people are gonna be coming up to be baptized. Now let me just clarify something. Baptism is purposeful and it's illustrative, but it's not necessary. Let me say that again. It is not necessary for you to go to heaven. If, if you're banking your salvation on, man, I need to make sure that I get water baptized before you go, you don't have to. You can right now where you are or if we're shining this video out some, somewhere in our nation, you, you literally just believe in your heart and your, your mind with the full commitment of your life to say, I'm gonna surrender everything over so I can follow Jesus. That is salvation. But baptism comes when you wanna express that to your family. This ceremonial idea from the Old to the New Testament always had people around there, at least one, maybe two other people to say, hey, I want to be baptized and I want you to witness it. Why? Because it's a devotion to God. It's a separation from all things worldly. So I want to proclaim what God's doing in my life. So it's purposeful. It's illustrative, which we're going to talk in a second in Romans 6, but it's not necessary. And we know that because of Luke 23. There's a verse actually in in uh, Luke, specifically Luke 23, it's 42 and 43, where Jesus was crucified and he looks over. You guys maybe remember the story. And there's a guy up there that says, hey, I want you to remember me when you go to your kingdom. And he said, today, you're gonna be with me in paradise. Today, salvation has come to your life. Although you're being crucified and you're gonna die in short minutes just like I am, you're gonna be with me. That man on the cross in Luke 23 didn't get baptized, but he did join God in his presence for eternity because he believed in Jesus. So you need to know today, all it takes for you to start your life for eternity, for purpose, or on identity, for Jesus, is to surrender your life to him. And so the other one is, is uh, what I just talked about, which is Romans 6, and it's an illustration. I'm just going to point out one verse, but if you have time, go back and read you know, Romans 6. It's amazing. Here is verse 4. This is Paul talking about what baptism looks like, and he says that we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised to life, was Christ raised to life? Your time to respond. Was Christ raised to life? Heck yeah, he was. You and I want that same resurrection life every single day. So Paul here is saying, as Christ was raised to new life, he was raised from dead by the glory of the Father. So we too, you and I, these people that are being baptized, might walk in newness of life. Come on, that's good news. Come on, somebody say amen. So when we look at this, I just, I just want to give you a brief illustration, and then we're going to actually have the people come up. So if those guys want to go ahead and make their way 
forward. We're going to see some videos here in a second. We're going to see some baptism. They're going to clench your heart. They're going to say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But before that, let me just give you a little bit of a summary of this theological or the biblical expression of why baptism is still found inside the church today. You know, Romans 10 says that we see faith activated in our life by the hearing of the word of Christ. And that's the only way it can come. He actually says, Paul says, he says, you know, the only way that we can actually see faith rise up is if you and I talk about it, is if you and I preach it. So if, if you're sitting here today or, or, you know, if you have a friend who keeps their faith in their heart and that's just who they are, <laughs> that's not even biblical. God wants you and I to express our faith verbally. You want to know why? Because that's how faith has actually risen up in the church. So whenever you guys respond to good preaching, like today, by saying, amen, come on, get it, preach it, let's, let's get some of that, that's the purpose of what we're doing. Because we want to raise your affection to Jesus. We want to raise your neighbor's affection to God. So we know that, that through this idea on Romans 10, that faith comes by hearing of the word. Now, here's the thing. What's faith is actually released in the atmosphere. It's our opportunity, our privilege, our responsibility to grab it. If you actually grab and accept the faith and find out who Jesus is, start reading about him, start putting your faith in him, then out of obedience and other reasons, illustrations and what I just told, then we are baptized. Then we say, you know what? God has done something to me privately and I want to express it to my family publicly and I want to, I want to live the rest of my life very differently. And, and through that faith and through that baptism, I want to say it like this. We have the privilege of living out the kingdom of God right here. I'm not saying that, that heaven is around you. I'm not saying that this place is as good as you make it. I'm saying that Matthew 6 actually tells you, Jesus teaches you and I how to pray. And in the middle of it, he says, on earth, right here, on earth, just as it is in heaven. And you and I, as his believers, as his followers, as his, his commissioners, as his ambassadors, we have the privilege of living out the kingdom right here on earth so that we can be a part of his story about living heaven on earth right now. How many situations do you know in your marriage, in your relationship, in your family, in your city, in your neighborhood, in your county could use more heavenly presence? That's what God's asking us to do. He's saying you have the privilege of living out the kingdom of God where you are right now so that this prayer can actually see its reality on earth just as it is in heaven. Are you guys ready to see some people that are dedicating their life to commit their life not only to God, but want to proclaim to their family that they want to be baptized today? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Now, after they are baptized, they're going to come down this way and they want to celebrate with you. They may be a little bit nervous. You may be a little bit nervous, but break down the walls about getting out of your seat. Come down and give them a hug. Get wet this morning. And, and just sharing some love on the people that are making that commitment. Savvy? That, that's going to be after everyone comes down. We, we just want to celebrate this. You guys ready to see this first video? Let's watch it. 